Big news, friends. Mega has a live show, which we will also live stream. It's going to be at the Dynasty Typewriter in Los Angeles Saturday, March 16th, and it's a 4 p.m. matinee. We're going to have a lot of amazing guests, so get your tickets now by heading to our website, megathepodcast.com. And if you're a Patreon member, you get a discount. So join us live or virtually on March 16th and get your tickets now. You know the unmistakable sound of opening your freezer door? That little kiss? Well, my freezer makes that kissing noise and I kiss it right back because it's filled with butcher box cuts that have made my life way more convenient. Delivered right to our doorstep, free shipping, always, and curated customized box plans. It saves me money and trips to the grocery store and I can meal plan for weeks at a time and I got leftovers to boot. Eat better this year with the best meat and seafood on the planet delivered to your door. ButcherBox is offering mega listeners their choice of a weeknight meal essential. That's three pounds of chicken thighs, two pounds of ground beef, or one pound of premium steak tips for free, that's free, in every order for a whole year. That's a whole year. Plus, get $20 off your first order. Get a kiss from your freezer and your family and sign up today at butcherbox.com mega and use code mega to choose your free offer and get $20 off. Thanks, ButcherBox. When you listen to Nobody Listens to Paula Poundstone, the comedy podcast, you get a belly full of laughs and a head full of real information. Our gallimaufry of expert guests answer questions on stuff adults need to know. I have mold in my dwelling. What do I do? What's gerrymandering? What happens chemically when I fall in love? How do I handle a parent-teacher conference? What are microbes? Listen to Nobody Listens to Paula Poundstone. Solve problems, get laughs. Hallie Labonte welcoming you to Inside Twin Hills, where we're giving our mega church a tiny family feel by introducing you to members of our church staff and community so you can be blessed by them as well. Ooh, you're going to be excited about today's. It's so good. I'm very excited. Now, I just wanted to say I had a moment this week where it started snowing and I stepped out into my backyard and I just sat with the snow for a minute and it was so peaceful and clean and quiet. And I thought about you, listener, and this is my hope for you. I hope that you get moments where you can be still and know that he is God. Okay. It can happen anytime. You go to a piano recital and you're so bored you could die. We'll just be quiet for a second and then go, hey, JC, you God. <laughs> and you just had a moment with the creator of the universe right there. My son Day has been doing meditation and I'm like, well, I don't meditate. But, you know, instead of doing that Eastern meditating stuff, I said, I'll sit with you while you do meditation and I'll do my anti-lamentations. And so he does meditation. I do anti-lamentations where instead of doing the Eastern stuff, I just I don't complain about things like I'm just like, okay, I'm not going to complain about the weather. I'm not going to get mad when Lance leaves stuff out. I'm not going to get mad when I have can't have another slice of lemon cake. Isn't that neat? So, you know, instead of meditation, do your anti-lamentations, everybody. <laughs> okay. Well, it wasn't Lot who turned into salt. It was his wife. She did not have the strength to not look back. And so God turned her into a pillar of salt like daylight turns trolls into stone in the Lord of the Rings. So, wait, what was I talking about? Oh, yeah, so I have to get a man out here. Welcome, Gray. Hey, Holly, so good to see you. How you doing? I'm great. I love that. I love that sentiment, be still and know that I am God. Because a lot of times I'm just moving around so quickly. And if you just take a moment to breathe and realize that 
he is God, it's going to kind of take care of most of the problems that you're going to encounter during the day. Isn't that right? Totally. Wow. You know, I had a great week this week. Um, we had the, uh, do you remember how every year we used to do a walkathon? Oh, yeah. So walkathon, uh, for listeners who don't know, is when uh, we all, we get all the youth together, we pick a charity, and then we uh, then we go walk. And uh, we get some sponsors, and they uh, they give us some money. And, you know, we uh, we bid, do a big thermometer on the side of the uh, fellowship area, and, you know, we I think last year we raised maybe $250,000. The problem was last year, a lot of the kids about halfway through the walk, they, they got bored. They didn't like it. Huh. And I said, hey, you know, you know, this year, let's do something a bit different. So this year we did a talkathon. Ooh. A talkathon. So everybody brought the cell phones and we said, hey, how long can you talk huh. on your cell phone? To and, and how many hours do you think you can talk? And these kids, it was awesome. We went for almost 30 hours. There were, there were people that weren't, weren't taking breaks for food or water. They just could talk and talk on the cell phones. And we said, hey, could you talk about Jesus when you're on the cell phone? Whoever you're, you're talking to. Some of them did. Some of them didn't. But what we did raise money for is a really cool program called Christians Without Borders. Ooh. And what that is, is it basically relocates Christians from the coasts who are persecuted back to the Midwest where they can you know worship freely. So we did uh, this year we raised raised, uh, I think, an almost $300,000 at the Talkathon. Wow. Really blessed. That is so neat. Yeah. Wow, you are definitely too blessed to be stressed. Absolutely. How was your week? You know what? I had a great week, and I thought this might be a little weird um, random tip and technique I wanted to share with everybody, but something happened to me this week where, you know, we like to go up to Chicago because Lance likes all the Chicago teams, the sports teams. We were up there and had a Chicago dog. Have you ever had a Chicago hot dog? Uh, sure. Uh, well, I have had it without the bun. Oh, yeah. Well, the bun has to have the little black dots. That's that's what makes it Chicago. Okay. And then the other thing that I learned is that it can't have ketchup. Right. If it has ketchup, that's not a Chicago dog. So I said, I'm just going to get it with the you know yellow mustard. And I liked it so much. I came back, didn't have any mustard, went and got mustard because I was like, I want to make these at home. And have you ever used mustard out of a um, bottle in your home? Uh, you know, in Australia, we usually have a, um, a mustard uh, jar that sits out on the counter. Oh. And we have it room temperature, and sometimes it it goes spoiled after a few months, so you have to switch it out. But we wow. don't usually use the bottle. Oh, wow. Well, then, okay, I'll tell you this, because and anyone who else doesn't know this, here's what happens. When you use mustard out of a bottle, what you're going to do is you're going to turn it over, and when you start to try to use it, before the mustard comes out, this happens every single time. I noticed it this week. You start to squeeze the bottle, and before the mustard, it's this pre, it's this pre, it's this watery, not fully mustard, this pre-mustard. Yeah, it's like that. But I'm here to tell you, because I learned the hard way, that's still going to flavor your sandwich. That's still mustard, okay? It's still mustard. And uh, I learned the hard way, and just so you know, and you can act accordingly, that that, that pre-watery mustard -mustard, is still mustard. That's 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 a great tip, and you know what? It made me think that um, it, mustard is biblical because it's in the Word of God, where it says, "Even if we have the faith of a mustard seed." I used to have a necklace that had a little mustard seed in it that was like banging around inside this little glass thing. I don't know what happened to it, but all you need is that much faith. Faith, isn't that so neat? You know, I always thought a cool movie would be like a Jurassic Park, but they use the mustard seed inside one of those things and they extract whatever they did to get a dinosaur to maybe plant a whole. You know, whatever orchard of mustard what? seed. What? What is a mustard plant? I don't even think I've ever seen it. Either. Wouldn't be able to identify it in a lineup. I'm not sure if it, that movie would have quite the drama of a of dinosaur movie, yeah. but it still would be cool to see them. You know, 
Plant a mustard seed. I like that guy that's in the Jurassic Park because he's a Christian, isn't he? Jeff Goldblum. Uh, one of them goes to church or something. Probably him. Yeah, but it's a it's a West Coast church. It's going to be. It's, it, you never know. A lot of those celebrities they kind of like this watered down gospel, don't they? Oh, absolutely. Because I really value truth, misinformation really, really scares me. And that's why I'm excited to tell you about Conspirituality, a podcast that dismantles new age cults, wellness grifters, and conspiracy mad yogis. At their best, they attack public health efforts in times of crisis. And at their worst, it's like they're recruiting for the fever dream of QAnon. On Conspirituality, you will have a journalist, a cult researcher, and a philosophical skeptic all discussing stories and cult dynamics and helping educate us and using proven science as their guiding light. I really recommend the Jordan Klepper episode talking about creating comedy in the megaverse. Jordan's incredible. And I also really love the medical medium episode. It's really good. And not just because I've had my own weird experiences with mediums. <laughs> From exploring cults to analyzing our cultural and political landscape, the Conspirituality Podcast will help you stay informed against misinformation and resist fear tactics. Find Conspirituality on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Because I really value truth, misinformation really, really scares me. And that's why I'm excited to tell you about Conspirituality, a podcast that dismantles new age cults, wellness grifters, and conspiracy mad yogis. At their best, they attack public health efforts in times of crisis. And at their worst, it's like they're recruiting for the fever dream of QAnon. On Conspirituality, you will have a journalist, a cult researcher, and a philosophical skeptic all discussing stories and cult dynamics and helping educate us and using proven science as their guiding light. I really recommend the Jordan Klepper episode talking about creating comedy in the megaverse. Jordan's incredible. And I also really love the medical medium episode. It's really good. And not just because I've had my own weird experiences with mediums. <laughs> From exploring cults to analyzing our cultural and political landscape, the Conspirituality Podcast will help you stay informed against misinformation and resist fear tactics. Find Conspirituality on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. I feel like that definitely means we're too blessed to be stressed, which means we got to move on to too anointed to be disappointed. I'm so excited to introduce our friend today, Mr. Brandon Darling, who runs the Stretching for the Heavens Ministry. How are you, brother? Oh, I am so wonderful, Hallie. It is so great to <laughs> see you both right outside of the studio instead of inside. I know that is right. And and for, for our listeners, he's not a uh, he's not a musician, and he's not a, he's not a, he, he's not doing pottery. He's not in that kind of studio. No. What no. kind of studio are you in? I am in a yoga studio oh. and i run stretching for the heavens which is our christian yoga uh program and it's um i teach four different classes on sundays for after the services and just so people can once they have their mental workout um with Ooh. the pastors upstairs they can That's come right. downstairs into the studio uh where i keep it nice and toasty and, and have a have a um a, a spiritual workout as well 
And that's on it. And, you know, we've talked about this before, Brandon. Oh, gosh. That, you know, that, <laughs> Let's get into it. <laughs> that yoga, you know, a mm-hmm, lot of Christ mm-hmm. followers really struggle with uh-huh. yoga because I was talking about, you probably heard I was talking about meditation before. Yes. And that a lot of times they put those things together and mm-hmm. they put it with Buddhism or whatever mm-hmm. it is and that it's all kind of wrapped up in this spirituality mm-hmm. that can be a slippery slope. But you're the one who taught me that yoga can be okay. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? I... I remember when I um, when I was in classes and I would just hear all these things and I'm like, well, I, I just considered it um, the the secular yoga classes. I considered it like a buffet. I take what I need Ooh. and I leave what I don't like. You know, yeah. oh, that's uh, your, your little uh, roomy quote. That's that's potato salad, okay. uh, KDA. And so I'm just going to leave that there and I'm going to take the um, the delicious stuff that I want. Mm. And I just found that you know, here's something interesting, Hallie. And I know you love words. And yoga, act, do you know what it means? I no. have no idea. Is it an acronym? No. Uh, I, oh, gosh, I don't think it is. Um, I, no, but it's it's a um, it, it means to yoke to to bind <gasps> and and I just remember being in class one time uh, in a secular class and I was like, well, wait a second, aren't we just binding our love with uh, to Christ with our body oh. and can't that be a fusion of sorts? And like, hey, when you're doing a, a guided meditation at the end, wait a second, you know, you do your, your anti-lamentations, but I just I just would say a simple old prayer. Oh. And um, and I don't need that guided meditation, Morgan C. I can just, I can just do my own little prayer. That Thank you very much. Awesome. Wow. Now, I do have a question uh, just to go back for one minute. So if you're in a yoga class. Oh, it's actually yoga. Oh, right, yoga. Y- yeah, okay. Right. So when you're in a yoga class that is secular, and someone says, okay, we want you to stretch like this and think about this. And it's kind of something that you're going, hey, that might be um, that might be a bit of mayonnaise there. Mm-hmm. On, on the, mm-hmm. on, I don't know. Do, do we have mayonnaise on uh, the salad bar? I'm not sure. But, yeah, we do. Okay, mm-hmm. great. So uh, I don't want that. Mm-hmm. Now, do you just not do the stretch? Do you just, what do you do? Oh. How do you avoid oh. those moments? Do you just stand or do Neutral. you have to do everything? I, you know what? I say through all things that Christ compels me. And when when a teacher is giving me an instruction and is is you know maybe giving me a uh, a guide, that's where that's where my knowledge of the gospel and the good book comes in because I can just substitute to it. Like you know, like in a recipe when it's like, oh, use um, oh yeah, y- use a full fat cottage cheese, and you're like, well, wait a second, I can I can just use um yeah. a, a low cal sub instead, Ooh, or maybe take tip. it out. Yeah. Ooh. And so a lot of times when they'll be like, um, here's this Sanskrit quote, and then I'll just be like, okay, I'm just going to think about a gospel story instead. And, you know, you can theme a yoga class to any biblical thing that you want. Oh, really? You can. You can. When you do do it in class, the few classes I've been taking with you, I'm really impressed. Well, like... Well, and I mean, I think I think I first got some buzz around uh, the church with my with my Easter yoga class, and that was we were sixty minutes in corpse pose, Ooh. and I was like, and in twenty minutes increment, I was like, this is day one. Oh, at forty minutes, Whoa. I said, this is day two. Oh. Whoa, and at sixty minutes, I said. This is day three. You are resurrected, just like Christ our Savior. And then how did you do the stone part where you roll away the stone? Oh, here's something so neat. Well, you know, um, my my aunt works at um, the nursery down in Fox River, and so she gave me a nice deal on loose gravel. And so right at around minute 57, I um, I just put a little piece of pebble uh, on each person's <laughs> forehead, and I, I just pressed it in, and then I said, roll away that stone. Oh. You are resurrected. 
good. That is so neat. I bet they felt like they were getting stone massages. Oh my gosh. I, well, you know, I'm not licensed to do it, so legally I can't. But yeah, you're probably right. Wow. That is so awesome. Now, what is corpse pose? Corpse pose is at the end when you um, just lie perfectly still Ooh. and you let your body absorb all of Christ's love that you have generated wow. over the past hour. Yeah. And um, I usually like to hold it for two to five minutes, but you know, if you're doing corpse pose, you're doing yoga. You know, great. When you're lying on your bed, you're doing yoga. That's that's corpse pose. Really? When you, yes, yeah. Wow. I had never thought of it that way. Mm-hmm. That is so neat. And, you know, it also makes me think that a lot of times, like, you know, the Bible asks us to fast. And that sometimes yeah. it's because when you really kind of remove part of that, you know, those stimulants and delicacies or those things, you get your body to a place of, mm-hmm. like, needing and longing for more of a spiritual mm-hmm. life. And I feel like yoga, I don't know if I'm allowed to say this, but it feels like yoga does that. Like, you kind of bring us to a place mm-hmm. where our body just lets go and mm-hmm. just sort of melts into the mat and it's not distracting me anymore, and mm-hmm. I feel like a spiritual being. Yeah, yeah, it's really making that that connection between mind and body, which I I think is so fun, and uh, and I just to be able to to impart Christ's love into my class is such a blessing. Well, when you put us in child's pose, sometimes I sit in child. I like that one. Mm-hmm. I like any of the ones where you kind of compress rather yeah. than expand. Yeah, I like those. I like that tortoise one. Mm-hmm. I like that. Um, I like that child's one. Um, and um. Every time I get in child's pose, I do a little phrase that I say over and over Uh in my head, and I say, I am a child of the utmost high God. Mm -hmm. I am a child of the utmost high God. I am a child of the utmost high God. And you were the one who really... Uh, enlighten me to that because and I've, I've started actually cueing that in classes Ooh. or I'll say child pose or baby Jesus pose oh. and maybe I'll just read a little story about Christ as a child or and you know there's not a lot of stories about Christ as there's a child no. so I just I just I just write some and uh, and I, I I like to use my imagination it's like fan fiction it is I mean I, <laughs> that yeah. is awesome I've never even thought of that you could just you know sort of say hey this isn't in the Bible but this is probably something he would have done yeah well th- sure through contextual clues we can assume that this is what happened right. that's what, right what would one of those be? What would an example of one of those be? Oh, a lot of them are, um, you know, like, hey, here's Christ in uh, kindergarten, and he's um, oh. he's eating an apple, and oh, yeah. uh, and he notices, hey, there's a friend who. Um, th- his 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 mom or dad didn't pack him a, a a lunch, and Christ just hands him the apple and says, "Here, my friend, eat of this apple and live forever." Wow, that's cool. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure he did eat an apple. Well, do they have those in the Middle East? Oh, I think, I you know, I think I think the Middle East is known for their apple trees. Really? Yeah. Well, then he did eat an mm-hmm. apple. Well, what else do you think he did? Oh gosh, I think. Um, well, you know, when prom came along last year, and all those kids were just so nervous about. Um, no one's asked me, or I don't know who to ask, or do I even want to go? I can't dance. I just thought, hey, you know what? When, when Jesus Christ went to prom, do you think he brought a date? Huh. Oh, I no. Know. He, no. Showed, he showed he up on his, on his own. Stag, and solo. He, he, he showed up all by himself. He didn't need a duet partner. He, wow. just, he just sang his song of love by himself. And do you think he sat out any dance? No, sir. He danced and celebration of the Lord above, above his father. Isn't that neat? Yeah. Now, did you see me try the handstand in that one class? Oh, great. You were just like a, a, a little um, a cattail rising out of a pond. Oh, you were so, you. your form was so good, ankle stacked over knee, over pelvis, pelvis over, over shoulders. Yeah, yeah, sure. yeah I, I really, I, I, so I know you talked a lot about in um, one class, you know, we're trying to not, um, 
be uh, pri- have pride yeah. factor into mm-hmm. what we're doing mm-hmm. and truly mm-hmm. really mm-hmm. trying to be easy on ourselves. It's not yeah, a competition. And, and yeah. right, but you know, sometimes I just really think. I think the class would get a whole lot out of seeing me do a handstand right now. And so that's kind of why I did it. And what was so cool about that was I had an even cued handstand. I, uh, I had, we hadn't even done our, um, uh, sun salutations right, it was yet. right at the beginning of class. Yeah. And, but you know, what was such a gift about that was I had a whole other class, uh, planned in my brain, uh, where I was like, you know what, you know what, Brandon, you're going to go in and you're going to teach them how to do, um, I do eagle pose today. And then I thought, well, wait a second. Here's this handsome six foot tall of water uh, just springing forth into handstand right away. Right. And how can that inspire me? And so then that's when I um, I, I was like, well, you know what? Everybody get into handstand. And if you if you can't um, get into handstand or if you don't if you don't feel comfortable doing an inversion for whatever reason, I, it's none of my business, um, you know, do something else. And that kind of, you know, Hallie, you talked about my themed classes and I had the, the Easter class, but I also had my Peter class and we remember how Peter um, denies Christ three times. Right. Um, and I said, this is my Peter class and I want you to deny me the entire time. So when I say eagle pose, I want you to do crow pose. When I say um, warrior two or Christian warrior two, as I call it, I want you to do um, rabbit pose. When I say corpse pose, I want you to get on your cell phone and start talking. And gosh, I, I got so many, so many really sweet comment cards after that class. I, I just love how you take those poses and if there's a reminder in there, mm-hmm. like maybe even corpse pose could be Lazarus pose. Yeah. Because yeah. after it, we're all Oh, that's up. good. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to write that down. Oh, all right. I... Copyright Grey Haas, but okay. I will. I will. I'll give you credit. You know, I think after that first class, and, and I'm sorry, I've never been back. But I, I just thought, um, you know, I can do a handstand already, mm-hmm. and I think. I've and prob- you were knocking out those handstand push-ups, right? Which I don't think you asked for, but I, 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 I can remember, do them. Yeah. So yeah, it's just you know, sometimes when your body can do things, you mm-hmm. kind of want to just go, hey, I'm going to go with it. Yeah. So I had to do some handstand push-ups, and then I thought, you know, I, lo- I love this yoga, but I'm thinking this is probably a little bit um, basic mm-hmm. for the kind of things yeah. I'm, I'm looking for. But I really, I did appreciate the... Oh, as, whereas for me, it's very challenging. Oh, gosh, Hallie. I, I, that's... I I just want you to know that, like, your body does exactly what God wants it to do in that oh. moment. And I just, you are, I just love that you come show up every day. And, uh, you know, there are a lot of people who don't like to use props, but you have that little, that little fortress of blocks and straps around you and you're just using them all, all the time. And, and they're propping you up just like Christ props us up. Hey, well, I'm going to put that as a feather in my cap. Yeah. And I like how you do the thing of like, like Eagle is so challenging for Mm -hmm. me. I'm not good with balance. Mm -hmm. It does have some compression in it, which I like. And why do you think that is? My balance. Yeah, is it, I mean, a lot of times when we, when our practice on the mat reflects our practice off the mat. So, are there areas of, that are skewed out of balance for you? Oh, your- wow! Whoa, you just blew my brain. Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness, that's true. I'm gonna have to. Well, as a as a fellow, as a as my brother in Christ, I want you to. I, I'd love to have accountability with you. And if you ever see anything in my life, I want you to tell me if it seems out of balance. Oh gosh, well, you know what? And that's why that's that's where my Facebook messages come in. Oh, because I don't, I don't, I don't talk about them in public. But I'll, I'll send you a message if I see something 
I'm like, hey, uh, hey, I noticed that you uh, were pretty fidgety during corpse pose. Uh-huh. Where else are you fidgeting in life, friend? Wow. Yeah. I never thought we could apply it like that. Like, we're so used to applying the message on Saturday nights and Sundays, mm-hmm. applying mm-hmm. it to our life. I never thought about applying it with yoga. Yeah. Well, I like, I was going to say, you have such an incredible deep knowledge of the Bible, and I love how you use it, mm-hmm. and it helps distract me, to be honest mm-hmm. with you, when something is really challenging. I'm trying to stay an eagle, I'm trying to stay an eagle, and you will just be like, and he lifts us up on eagle's wings. Oh, and that and that those Psalms and Proverbs where he keeps us under his feathers and mm-hmm. in his nest, and it really does make me, it really does make me fall more in love with God. And a lot of times, and that's why I've started bringing my guitar into class and um, and and singing, um, singing some songs, and especially with that one on Eagles Wings, because so so many of us just have a negative connotation with that song because um, we hear it at funerals of of loved ones. But yeah. wait a second, if I can play it at a yoga class, all of a sudden you have this this new connotation and this new memory of it. And yeah, isn't that right. a nice gift? Yeah, you know, I like that too because you you're reminding us that um, yoga can be the vehicle that we're just having a greater experience of Father God and of of Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. And I also love how on the wall you've written, you know, Judaism, Mm -hmm. uh, uh, Islam, Mm -hmm. um, Hindu, Mm -hmm. uh, um, you know, some some of the other ones. Jain. Jain. Secularity. Right. And then you've just written why they're wrong next to it. Then you've written yoga and then you've kind of... You've kind of written next to it, here are all the Christian elements of yoga. Uh So I just love how we have a visual reminder of, yeah, these ones are wrong, but yoga is not a religion. Mm -hmm. It's just another way to express Christianity. Yeah, yeah. 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 And you know what? You you mentioned earlier about is yoga an acronym? And you know what, Hallie? I think it can be. And I think it would be fun to have maybe to paint underneath um, on the yoga sign. Like, you ought to get active. Oh, Mm-hmm. That's good because our body you're, is the you're, temple. Mm-hmm. You're on God's A team. Mm-hmm. <gasps> mm-hmm. That's a- so good. That's yes, Yeah, yeah. I love it. And I just i i I got a lot of um, kickback when I painted on those walls because you know the the room Monday through Friday is used for other other things. Um, but you know, I'd rather I'd rather uh, beg forgiveness than ask permission. Isn't that true? Mm-hmm. Now, have you ever met lead pastor Steve Judson? I know he's so untouchable, but oh gosh, I you know I um, I I did meet him one time. <gasps> he came to my class one time, and it was such a blessing. And came what? Class. Oh my gosh, I was just wow. I and I keep it pretty warm anyway because I try to do um, the hot yoga that you'll find in some secular classes. But oh my goodness, I was I was I was sweating. Um, like I was in the pits of hell. Sure. Um, uh, Did he it, seem to like it? Oh, he just had a great time. And <laughs> um, and I I always say, you know, like if um, if you'd love uh, me to give when when people are in uh, in, in downward facing dog at the beginning, um, I say if you'd love to give me, if you'd like if you'd allow me to give you uh, the adjustments of Christ um, on your body, oh. uh, on your physical person when you're in poses, um, just just lift up a leg. And and Pastor Steve, he did. And what? Yes. And so all the, and so all the, you, you have guided me and now I get to guide you. Oh my God. I just think that gracious. is pretty neat. I think that's pretty wow. neat. Wow. Well, I cannot believe that. I want to know, you, 
I want you to know you can always adjust me mm-hmm. because I know I'm doing it wrong. I don't look like anybody else's do. I my things look wrong. But I, I had a question speaking about oh, looking yeah. around. Mm-hmm. Was everyone just watching Steve the whole time in the class? Was everyone just you know like watching him? You know what? I did notice that, and then uh, and then I was like, well, wait a second, Brandon. How can I reflect what's happening in the physical world and bring it back to what's going on in our spiritual world? So I said. Um, I just said, uh, in the Last Supper, um, how about how all the apostles, they just they just looked at their own plate, and they weren't looking to see um, who had gotten served more or who had gotten served less, yeah, right. um, or who was, who was leaving oh, the vegetables right. on the plate. They, right. were just, they were just concentrating on their own plate. And I think that was um, subtle enough so that you know, it didn't put Pastor Steve in a, in a challenging position yeah. of like, oh, I feel awkward, everyone's yeah. staring at me. But then all of a sudden people were like, well, wait, I'm, I'm here for me. Now, do you think they had vegetables at the Last Supper? Oh, gosh, that's a great point. I've never seen vegetables at any of those hummus and tabbouleh places. Hmm, right. It's mostly just hmm. pitas his, and stuff. And how are his hamstrings? You yeah. know what? He's, well, he plays so much basketball on the right. rec league. Mm-hmm. And so your hamstrings can really tighten up on there. And so when I saw um, that Pastor Steve was going to be there, I was like, okay, that's tight hamstrings. So I'm going to want to um, open up the arches of the feet, maybe have us some broken toe pose Whoa. and talk about how we can offer up our pain that we're in, in the in the present moment uh, to the everlasting glory that awaits us. Right. And then I, I got him in a lot of forward folds, some deep bends, some wide, um, some straddle forward folds. I love when you go from um, Saul to Paul. Uh, mm-hmm. like going high to low, um, mm-hmm. sort of like scraping the ground with your face yeah. and then coming mm-hmm. up and it's like, oh, I can see again. Yeah. And I just think that the story of Saul is so applicable to yoga because a lot of times when I'm giving um, adjustments, and I think I did this for you, Hallie, when you were in uh, Christian Warrior One uh, on Sunday's class, and your your rear foot was at a... Uh, was at a, a a ninety degree angle, and I was like, "That's gonna that's gonna put undue pressure on your knee." And I said, "Well, your your foot is Saul on the road to Damascus, and I'm just gonna adjust your path so uh-huh. that you can get onto your spiritual journey a little bit better." That's right. Yeah, I just tremble in that one because I have almost no muscle mass. Oh gosh, you I and I, I sometimes hear you clicking away uh, the the bone on bone grinding when you're going through poses, and I just I just well they, there's there's little Hallie, you know she's uh she's just a, a, a box of bones, yeah, sh- rattling around. Oh, but you you know, but I gotta give it to you, Brandon. You don't make me feel self conscious. Oh gosh, and I hope, and that's why that's why I'll I'll do I'll do poses sometimes up in the class because I'm like, hey, if I can do them, you can do them. You'll love this, Gray, because I feel like, isn't it neat how God can use anything for good? And I think that's a lesson for all of us, uh, you know, who are children of God, is that, you know, he can take something that was intended for bad, like yoga, Mm -hmm. and he can use it for good. And because Brandon, we were in bridge. Do you Mm -hmm. know what bridge is, Gray? You know, I don't know, because I left the class early, actually, after I did the handstands. And so I might not have gotten to that. Did I get to that part? I, I no, you didn't, and I just remember thinking that was so cool. You were so inspirational then, because because when you left, you were high fiving everybody, right? And it was such a beautiful Christ moment because I I had us holding in reverse Christian warrior where your hands are uh, up and splayed towards the heaven, and so the hands were almost oh, was begging to be. Yeah, it was. Okay, it was. see, I just thought that everyone was sort of 
I, I, for some reason I was like, well, I've got to go cause I'm pretty busy. I don't yeah. actually have a lot of time for this today yeah. and I had to leave, but then everybody was raising their hands, giving me a high five as I left. I thought it was because of the handstand, but you're saying it was a pose. Uh, it was a pose. Okay. It was. Uh, but I, I just thought I, that I was I bet me. a few of them were real. Yeah. Now, how do you describe bridge? It's a, it's where you are doing a mm-hmm. um, yeah you got your uh you got your your the heels of your feet are shoulder width apart and they're as close to your buttocks as possible and then you uh, lift your pelvis uh, towards the the heavens and you maybe roll one shoulder under and then another shoulder under just like the boulder gets rolled under uh, in the tomb of Christ and then you interlace your fingers just like you're praying every morning and you uh, your your chest yearns towards your chin, just like we yearn towards God's love. Yeah. And you turn your body into this like bridge where somebody could crawl right under you, you mm-hmm. know, so you're oh, kind of mm-hmm. doing one of those like push ups from you start oh, by laying down. Oh, and that well, oh, and that's wheel when you're oh, doing. Yeah. Yes, 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 wheel. Yeah. Oh, gosh, gosh. I'm talking about wheel, which you talked about. They didn't really. Did they have that in the Bronze Age? So they didn't have wheels in the Bible, right? I don't believe I, you know, I've I've done a I've done a um, control F on my uh, on my PDF file of the Bible and I have not uh, I've I've put in wheel there and I haven't I haven't I seen I don't think it is I actually don't think the wheel actually came around until sometime in the 1800s mm-hmm. so it was a little while after yeah. Christ it's too bad think about how much more Christ could have had a wide ranging ministry if he would have been able to like jump mm-hmm. on right. something with wheels yeah and so you know that that's a great point and so I think I'm just gonna rechristen wheel and now I'm just gonna start calling it rainbow oh, oh. God's promise. God's promise mm-hmm. that He will never again flood the earth. Yeah. Now I do have a question about your T-shirt. It, oh, it, isn't this fun? Yeah. So, um, what is Drag Race? Oh gosh, that is a show that I watch every week, and it's it's a is lot it like of fun. Like the Indy Five Hundred. <laughs> I I wish it's these uh, these fellas and these women who who love expressing themselves through makeup and the artistry of Ooh. of wig and fashion, oh. and uh, and then each week they do different challenges to see who huh. is the best performer, who's the best entertainer, who has the best special skill set, and then like a pageant, it, like a pageant. Ooh. But then but then sometimes there are, there are, there's sketch comedy which I love, oh. and there's um. There are our musics, and then um, there are there are battles at the end. There are lip sync battles uh, oh, where you fun. where the the two uh, queens go up against each other, and whoever has the best one, they get to stay uh, for another week. Or if it, if you're talking about all stars, then they then it's the two best people who uh, and they decide who goes. Oh, that um, sounds so yeah, fun! It is fun. That I sounds like fun. Great British Bake Off. I like a competition. It, it, uh, yeah. Oh gosh, and I mean. I, I can't I can't watch Great British Bake what? Off because I get so hungry and then I'll be like well I'm yeah. Uh, right oh, yeah. yeah oh yeah when they're like a fondant and a, all that stuff I don't even know what they're talking oh, about my but gosh. I'm hungry I have I have so much marzipan in my home right now and I don't know what I'm gonna do with it I do have to tell you I I I try to stay away from the sugar but I I've been I've, I I haven't been doing well since New Year's resolutions oh gosh I haven't been doing well mm-hmm. and but again. I'm I'm pushing maximum capacity on what mm-hmm. I feel comfortable in my mm-hmm. own weight and all that. And I, you know what? Well, the problem is my Fitbit got wet. Oh, so I got to get a new Fitbit, and I, yeah. I think I just have to. But um, did you put it in rice? I tried to put it in rice. It, she hasn't come back to life. Oh gosh. Yeah, I know. Well, 
paging Dr. Lazarus. So I'm feeling a little bit like a Chubb Douglas. Mm-hmm. And this past week when we were trying to do um, mm-hmm. Bridge and Wheel, so what, this is so nice what Brandon does, Gray, is he, so you're laying on your back right. and you bring the bottom of your feet up towards your bottom. Right. Mm-hmm. And then you're supposed to use your core strength to push your pelvis like up towards the sky. Mm-hmm. Right. I can't do it. So I gave uh, Brandon permission and he grabbed my two hips and he pulled them up mm-hmm. and I'm shaking, shaking, shaking. And he put a little low block under there. So I just get to sit with a block under my butt, and um, I'm in wheel. That's yeah. right. I mean, yeah, and then you're propped up just like Christ props you up, <laughs> and that's why when I when I first got all those, you know, oh, talk about talk about a troubling thing. I so I I went to the the Target in uh, in in West Indy, and I and I bought. Oh, that's uh, a good one. Um, yeah, it is a good one. And I bought a bunch of these Gaim yoga blocks, Gaim like Gaia Mother Earth. Oh, and I was uh-huh. like, oh gosh, how. Brandon, how am I going to bring in uh, a, a pagan um, oh. company's yeah. thing? And I was like, well, wait a second. God gave you the gift of artistry. And my, my great aunt just gave me uh, a beautiful box of uh, watercolor set. And so I just painted biblical imagery on each of the blocks. Um, and so it's it's Christ doing things from the Bible or from some of my fan fiction stories that I write. And the watercolor is going to stay on when you sweat on it. That's yes, nice exactly. And you know, um, and even if they don't, they just, it's the, all of a sudden you become the artist and you're you're helping me and we're collaborating and we're creating something together, which I think is fun. Have you always been artsy? Oh gosh, I, I have always been drawn to the fine arts. Um, oh. I love I love doodling. I love cartoons. I love painting. I love I love museums. Oh, mm-hmm. that's so great! I, I've yeah. never been to a museum. Well, I have been to the Bible Museum once, which was great. Oh, isn't that fun? It's really yeah. awesome. Everyone should go to the Bible Museum. Yeah. But every time I go to a museum, I think, huh, this stuff's pretty old. Yeah. Um, it's sometimes you know you've got to read a lot. To, yeah. to understand what it is, sometimes I think you know that's this is a good example, Holly, of um, you know be still and know that I am God. Sometimes when I'm in one of those museums, I just kind of tune out oh, and yeah. I have to remember, hey, you know what, God made all this. Oh. You, know, you know what, great. May I may I offer something, please? Yeah. So a fun thing that has made um, going to museums more fun for me mm-hmm. is I'll just pop into a yoga pose. Oh, really? And I might be in. I might be, see a beautiful statue. Uh, you know, when um, when David and I went to Italy last year and we were in uh, the Vatican, I, I gave my iPhone X to David and I said, "Oh, take a picture of me underneath the Sistine Chapel, and I'm going to be in. Um, I'm going to be in Flying Squirrel." Oh, um, did it get a lot of likes? It got, you know what? It got. I, I was in. I was in triple digits. Oh, yeah, it's <laughs> awesome. It's real oh, fun. Yeah. Now you got to take your friend David on up to Florence so he can see the David. Oh my gosh! <laughs> wouldn't that be fun? And the caption could be like David, David with David. I <laughs> know. <laughs> We just have to avert our eyes yeah. on that one part on the David. We have to avert our eyes. Us That's magazine, right. who wore it best? <laughs> now, why would you have to avert your eyes? Well, it's this incredible statue made by, who was that? It was Michelangelo. Oh, oh yeah. Okay. And he did the Sistine Chapel, right? Yeah. It, he did such a good job with um, the statue that, that the Pope was like, wait a second, I want, I want to have some of your work uh, in my home. So he made this statue, and he's real big, and it's a man. Well, it's David, right? It's from, David from the Old Testament. Right. And David who killed Goliath Mm -hmm. and he's completely nude so it's it's like a I think it's a thing where you celebrate the beautiful form Mm -hmm. of humans that God created and that is you know Mm -hmm. it's just so strange that a ninja would be able to make that oh so the oh oh (laughs) oh great this is fun you're you're thinking about the um the, the the cartoon show 
Oh, the right. one, the pizza turtle. Yeah, the, the pizza turtles with yeah. the with the sewer rat. Oh, right. I'm uh, I'm joking. <laughs> oh God, great! I can I sometimes can't you know, and I I I saw you at your um at the open mic, and I just David oh. and I just howled. It, you were you were so gifted. Thank you so much. Yeah, those are just some uh, um some Bible comedy songs that I like to write. Oh my goodness! Um, you know yeah. what, David has an eye. I don't know if he does this with you, but he, I think he also has the gift of encouragement. Oh, because uh, yeah, my I've, David. Not, yeah. yeah, not the statue David. <laughs> I, oh, yeah, yeah you're yeah, David. Yeah. He's very kind in all the yoga classes that I'm, I know he can't always be there because he has a day job. Right, yeah. But um, every time he's in there, he, he says, you know what, Hallie, I like those Lululemons. Mm-hmm. Those are nice. Or he just, he says things he appreciates. He, he appreciates, he can tell when someone's putting in an effort and mm-hmm. he recognizes and he compliments People. Oh gosh! And I remember when you when you hit that beautiful king pigeon last week, uh, and you had your um, you just had that that rear foot captured between your uh, by your by both hands, and 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 David uh, and David came up to you afterwards and said, "You know what? I thought it was in Central Park that was such a convincing king pigeon." And there's something about David I like him so well because. A lot of times, is it the mustache? I really think that it's, is an impressive mustache. It's it makes me miss Tom Selleck. Oh, gosh. because I think he's so handsome. You know, I think it would be fun if they if they updated the Three Men and a Little Lady series. I would series. love that. Cause she's Are all probably, of them still alive? Oh, they're they're still with us. I would love that. Oh my gosh! Because oh. she's she's that that little girl is probably like forty now, and she, I bet she has a baby of her own. And now the three of them are grandparents. That That's would right. Be awesome. Yeah, you've got to do that. Yeah, I'm. Well, I, I have I have um I have an outline of the story, um, because like those drug dealers they put away in the first movie, they've probably served their time and they're out, and I bet they want revenge on the people who put them away <laughs> for dealing the cocaine. Yeah, that, that would be a really fun, and you and you make it more biblical. Yeah, yeah. You, you, put, you, you make all the three granddads Christian now. Mm-hmm. Instead of an yeah. architect or whatever they were. Well, they're probably retired till they have more time to celebrate their faith. Right. And I bet Tom Selleck still looks good. Oh gosh, I mean, yeah. Um, you know, I, I did see him recently, um, and, and he shaved the mustache cause he was on friends, remember? Mm-hmm. And, uh, and he's very, oh. he, he's one of those gentlemen that, that looks good with or without a mustache. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And men just get better looking. Mm-hmm. And you know, sometimes I lament that I'm going to have to put that in my anti-lamentations mm-hmm. because I lament being a female because, you know, we all know that nobody wants to see that when a woman is getting older, everyone is like, oh gosh, you know, no, no, thank you. And that you just, it's not acceptable for a woman to get older and you know, how dare us. And I agree. And you know, it's like, you know, a man on the news is allowed to have white hair. Mm-hmm. Have you ever seen the gal with gray hair, white hair on the news? Gosh, no. Well, you know what? I thought that Barbara Walters had gray hair, but then I was like, no, that's just a, a beautiful amarillo yellow. Isn't that right? Yeah. Oh. Now, how do you know David? We met at a movie trivia uh, oh. night that I go to. <laughs> yeah. Isn't that fun? fun? Yeah. Did you win? Came in second. Oh, well, that's placing. Yeah. Silver. That's, yeah, that's still, yeah. And, you know, 30 bags of silver or 30 pieces of silver. See, there you go. Oh, gosh. <laughs> so we, does, we didn't accept it. And what does oh, he do? Good. He teaches physics. What is physics? Gosh, you know what, Hallie? That's a that's a great question. It's it's just how we move throughout this, this universe through the heavens. No oh, kidding. Right. Yeah. So it means like physically moving around? Yeah, exactly. Wow. We're doing physics right now, whether we want to or not. Wow. I never took it. Yeah. I always wondered what it was. Yeah. I uh, thought it was engineering or something. No, I can't make head nor tail out of it. That's wow. so great. Well, I'm glad you have a friend like that. That's uh, yeah, really I'm very awesome. lucky. Did you name it Stretching for the Heavens? I, You know, I, 
there was a committee of us um, and Deb Gallison. Um, I remember she really wanted it to be uh, too flexible to be hexable. Ooh. Um, because, you know, we... Uh, we're, stre- we're we're getting flexible so that our minds are becoming flexible so that we don't get hexed by um, a false god or false prophet. Um, <laughs> and then I thought, that, well, that's a little bit too confusing, Deb. And so I said, let's do stretching to the heavens. And she said, you stretch for something, you don't stretch to something. We're just big grammar nerds, so it was um, we just really played around with what preposition would be best. I know that, like they would, you know, it's it's sometimes hard because even with like the new beginnings. Um, uh, addictions ministry they were trying to call that um, trying to make me go to rehab I mm-hmm. said no 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 mm-hmm. and I just thought you know that's not that's not quite what we're going for here yeah you know as long as we have someone as wise and as lovely as you Brandon um, I want to move to mailbag because just like in the Tower of Babel all the languages got mixed up I'm reaching inside the mailbag and I'm mixing up your letters here's one you ready for this fellas absolutely okay hey yeah. there Twin Hills What's a good way to make sure Jesus is included at a baby shower? Love, Laura D. <laughs> That's a nice, simple one. I like that. I don't really, I've never been to a baby shower. Now, what is that? That's when um, when, a, uh, when a gal is having a baby, she gets all her, uh, her, her, her female friends, her inner circle, her, maybe some of the, the women in her family, and they all um, shower her with love. Uh, uh, by, and by, gifts. By, and gifts, and gifts, and physical gifts that, that they'll need, like a pack and play or a... Um, yeah, I think really a pack and play is really all you need for wow. a baby. Yeah. yeah, I really thought, how do you get a baby clean? I, I was just thinking, how do you wash a baby? Oh, I oh, think that makes total nice. sense. Yeah, 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 yeah. I never thought about it like that. That's funny, yeah. Right. Yeah, I think, um, how would you include Jesus? Well, you could start with a prayer. Mm-hmm. I mean, you'd be good at this, Brandon, because you're the one who's always uh, incorporating Jesus into all the yoga stuff and all your Bible knowledge. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, gosh, well, I love having, uh, I know a lot of times at baby showers, they have like themed games where they'll... Um, you know, guess guess the candy bar and the diaper, um, and oh, I, yeah. I that's that's crass. That's that's um, that's catalogical humor, and that's not what I like to do. But I think costumes would be fun, Ooh. where everyone's dressing up like um, someone in the nativity scene, yeah. and um, and like the three wise men and the shepherds and the the little drummer boy, and uh, uh, and then you know, oh, Mary's just given birth to this baby. Um, let's let's change this this doll's diaper um, and let's give her a hand and then maybe maybe you could have like a, a, a little stopwatch and whoever does it the, the fastest or whoever's costume is the best can win yeah. that's cool I, like, I love the costume thing maybe everybody could also dress up as famous babies in the Bible or mm-hmm. maybe um, people who chased the babies in the Bible yeah so you've got like hey I'm I'm coming as Nebuchadnezzar I'm uh, I'm a firstborn baby during the plagues and it, I'm, I'm dead exactly I'm Pharaoh Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna come. I'm gonna come. Or, or do, do, oh, oh, I'm a baby. And I'm, I'm Moses, and I'm in. I'm in uh, a basket. A basket, a basket of in the Nile. Yeah, right. There's, a, you know, if you think about it, there's a lot of stories of babies in the Bible, and you could incorporate them in. Like Herod killed the hundreds and the. Oh wait, well that was killing a lot of babies. He killed all the male babies. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, mm-hmm. I think that's okay. Just for, I mean, if it's for a party, just to remind everyone of the story. And if she knows the gender and it's a female baby, mm-hmm. then maybe you know that Herod story isn't as scary because he was only killing thousands and thousands of male babies. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, I can't think of, there's actually no famous female babies in the Bible that I can think of. Me either. That's weird. Brandon Darling was played by Brendan Dowling. Check him out performing with the Improvised Shakespeare Company at Largo in Los Angeles. 
I'm Holly Laurent playing Hallie Labonte, and Gray Haas is played by Greg Hess. Our incredible producer is Ryan Countshouse. Follow us on your favorite form of social media and send a letter to our mailbag at megathepodcast at gmail. Please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. And if you like the podcast, please support us on Patreon. 